live on SEN Track. This is Race Car with Gareth Hall. Text in anytime on 0499 736 736. And for all today's tips, head to the Track Hub on the SEN app. This is race card thanks to Labrokes this Saturday morning. What a team we have assembled today for race card. We've got Mickey Gaddam with me live in Sydney and back in Melbourne. Nicholas Quinn and also his right-hand man, Dan Coppy. First of all, Nicholas Quinn, good morning to you. You must have jumped out of bed with the spring in your step because this is a day that you just live for. Absolutely. So many good horses potentially kicking off their campaign today. All line in the sand days for their preparation. We'll know a lot more about some of the feature races like the Blue Diamond and the All-Star Mile after today. And if you're anywhere near Sandown, it's absolutely spectacular out here. Don't hesitate. Get here. Something for everyone and a terrific day under the sunshine. Don't hesitate Hesitate to say good day to you, Quinny. You're, you're quite approachable these days. You're probably you're on what, for about two minutes per half hour. <laughs> Just happy to be part of the team, Gareth. <laughs> Dan Cobb, good morning to you. Where are you? You're probably off to a picnic race meeting somewhere. No, no, no. Home today, Gareth. I've uh, been up and up nice and early uh, to see a few animals this morning, and uh, now I'm going to sit back, relax, and uh, and enjoy the races from home. And Mickey Gaddon, welcome to Race Card this morning here. Thanks to Ladbrokes. G'day G, g'day boys, pleasure to be here. Now, um, these boys are a lot of fun. Now, Dan Cobby gets the um, mail from the Chris Waller camp and hopefully he can provide that for us today because Chris Waller's got a couple of stars going around, especially in Sydney. And um, I'll ask you this question first of all, Quinny. What meeting are you more excited about, the Randwick meeting or the, the Sandown meeting? Definitely the Sandown meeting. I think there's a lot of unknowns that will be answered today. We get to see... I'm Thunderstruck, the early favourite for the All-Star Mile. So, me, clearly, on with Sandown. All right, mate. Let's have a chat about the All-Stakes, first of all. And um, looking at the Ladbrokes market, you've got Jack and I that will probably... He'll probably start favourite. But then you've got Tuvalu and Gentleman Roy who are stepping up in this grade for the first time, basically, at weight for age level at Group 1. Um, at Group 1 cl- at level. And then you've got a horse like I'm Thunderstruck who... He might even touch close to $5 with Ladbrokes. Um, how do you assess the all-stakes this year, first of all, Dan Cobby? Good race. Uh, open race. It's really hard, obviously. I think when you're assessing races like this early in the carnival, it's, it's really hard to get a, a grasp on how fit horses are. And a horse like I'm Thunderstruck for mine is very hard to assess. I know he's tried up well, but... Um, I think from the gate, they're going to ride him cold, I would have thought. And I think, you know, with the All-Star Mile and the Queen Elizabeth in mind, we're not going to see the best thunder today. But in saying that, Sandown certainly helps his case. Mm-hmm. Um, so, look, without a doubt, he's got a chance. I mean, I think to get entertained by him and, and, and have him as a player in the race, I think you sort of want better than that $4.40 on offer currently. So, um, look, I think Gentleman Royal run a really big race. Um, would have you said large preparation he'd get to this level? I probably would have said no. Um, but he's um, he's doing a great job. His win last start was very good. Uh, he's drawn a soft gate. He can put himself on speed, and obviously he's got that little bit of race fitness against um, you know, probably some of the better horses in the race. So, look, not a race that I'm overly keen on playing, um, but I think it's going to tell us a lot more in terms of the remainder of the autumn card. What's your speed map here, Quinny, in the all? In the all, well, I think some of the fancied runners will get back, and that's why I've probably got a leaning towards... Uh, towards 
the last start impressive winner in Jackano getting the job done. From a speed perspective, I thought maybe Tuvalu would go forward. I think Nugget will be positive in Gentleman Roy. I think they'll be the first yep. three in running. Kelsheim, that's another one that's got speed. Where the likes of, well, I think Jackano will be ahead of on Thunderstruck in the run, but probably in the middle to back half of the field. Are you a little bit nervous, Mickey Gannon, about Jackano? Because Mickey Price explained this to us yesterday, that he's just a better horse when he can get some clear galloping room. He doesn't like to be amongst horses. And we saw that a little bit in the Manfred, where it took him a little while to get going. Um, and we saw him at his best in the Golden Rose when he had some clear clear running and saw plenty of daylight um, when he flashed down the outside to defeat in secret in a Golden Rose. I think it's a difficult draw and a difficult ride there for Damien Lane today. Look, it really is, G, but uh, barrier four, it's not, it doesn't have to be, you know, penned up, pegged up against the yeah. fence. I'll tell you what I am very keen on seeing, though, the money for Nugget. If there's money comes for Nugget, it's only a 47-day spell, so it's had a little freshen up here. Uh, if the money comes, we'll know it's going forward. Yeah, and if the money comes, it goes forward. Huge winning chance. I think it's one of the only horses I've seen in recent time that can really make this huge leap from listed to like Group One weight for age. Uh, it's, the, it's the one for me. Nugget. So who? Are you, so you're with Nugget, Quinny. I think you're you're with Jack and I. Definitely, yes. Yeah, and Dan Cobby, what are you doing in the All Stakes? So I'm with Gentleman Roy Boys. Um, yep. He's on a. You'd have to think he's on a Doncaster path. I'm not so sure that he's good enough necessarily to win a Doncaster, or if he's the right type of horse, I should say. But um, put it this way, it's a, it's a tough assignment for him in terms of class. But as I said, he's got a few key factors in his corner today, which I think if he's going to win one, uh, this is his probably best chance to do it. So I think around seven dollars he's a play in the race. Not a race I'm overly keen on, on getting stuck into, though. To be honest. Let's mark the let's mark our race card now for the Rubiton for the Sprinters, which is race number six on the program. When you talk to the Queenslanders, like a, a passionate Queenslander these days, and Chris Nelson, they won't have uncommon James getting defeated today, Quinny. What do you make of this Queenslander who's first up from a bit of a break with Damien Lane riding for the Informo Day and Hoisted team? Yeah, I tend to agree with them. Beaten on debut and undefeated since. Had that terrific preparation last time out as well. And you only get one chance to back them as they race their way through the grades. And this horse does look to have a lot more upside than the opposition as well. Just in case you're going to ask me about a speed map again, I'll be a little bit more prepared this time around I apologise. <laughs> no, no, I, I like it. I just, we haven't discussed speed maps once. So Sorry. I was thrown temporarily. But with two carrots, I've got to be on my toes. I've got Uncommon James fourth in the run on the outside here, outside of Chain of Lightning. Adam Hamilton sent me a text message. Make sure you ask Quinny about the speed map. So I thought, oh, I better throw that in. <laughs> he said, I definitely can't ask Cobby. Um, so you're with Uncommon James. What do you make of this race? What's your speed map, Dan Cobby, <laughs> in the Rubiton? That's one of my. Uh, that's one of the easiest questions you'll ask me, G. I usually cop it from you boys on a Saturday morning, so um, yes, I'll take questions like that over some of the things you ask me. But um, I'm pretty similar to Quinny. I think you can sit in the sort of first four or five here. I'm um, coming, James. Um, he's a very good horse. This horse. Um, I've seen him multiple times now. At Flemington at track work. Uh, Matt Hoisted's been down with the horse. Um, first up, I don't think it'll be a worry for him whatsoever. I think you'll see in his parade that he's forward enough to run a big race and 
I think he's going to tackle much stronger targets than this in, in runs to come and I think in preparations to come. So I'm with him today and, and very, very keen. He's a, he's a star, this horse. Mickey Gannon? Gee, I think this is a really interesting speed map and I, I'm happy to be against Uncommon James given this is not the grand final. I think Marine 1 will roll forward. Okay. I really feel like Generation will get on Marine 1's back. Uncommon James might be three, four pairs back. Yes. And I'm happy to have a bet on Generation. First up... Good record. Ben Mellum, Mar Eustace, very, very good profit on turnover. Yeah. When they combine, you're getting a good price there, 850 Now, Quinny, um, I'll look this up. This will be a question without notice. I'm just hoping that there is a market there for the Quokka. Is there a market with, yeah, there we go, the Quokka. There is, yep. Which is yeah. the slot race. Now, have we got the Marine One in the market there? Um I can't quite find him just yet. Maybe we need to it get Marine want, One. It'd want to start now, Garrett. What in the um, in the Quokka? It's a bit it's disrespectful. A wonder, though, isn't it? No, I no, just mean, like, a... to get it over there. It's going to be difficult. It really is. No, it's a strong chance. We booked the flight, um, so the flight they'll leave on April two, I think, two no, days after the, the TJ. Getting to the slot, etc. Like it's, there's a lot, a lot of water to go under the bridge to get the horse to Perth. But... Yeah. Well, my mail is that there's a charter flight going, and if Marine One performs today, he might be the favourite for the SEN slot. Then, Dan. Really? Well, there, yes. there you go. I'm trying to help you out here. We'll get it added to the market. In the commercial break, I'll email the traders so we need it added ASAP to the Quokka market. About well, 101. Well, put it this way: I'll be transparent. It's like Cool and Gatta. Marine One, and there might be a few that are on our shortlist, but if Marine One performs well and puts his hand up today, um, he's a strong chance maybe to be representing us in the Quokka. So, um, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, it's an interesting race, and we don't really know how it's going to look. I mean, there's only two horses locked in at this stage. Amelia's Jewel, who's had just the one flip on the record and looks to be pretty exciting, locally trained a big advantage, and Valentina, who was absolutely outstanding at various stages in the spring. So outside the top two that are confirmed, we just don't know how the field's going to look up. Yeah. Look at this stage. If you get one of these runners up and running and get them over in one piece, I think we've seen the Eastern State form certainly holds up very, very well in these Western Australian races. Are you concerned, Dan? I know that you would have been part of the selection um, process for Ladbrokes deciding to pick Bella Nipatina. She gets a firm track at Ascot on a... On a Saturday afternoon in April, would that be a concern for her, or do you think she could overcome that? Well, first things first, I definitely wasn't part of the panel. Adam Hamilton, Adam Hamilton is uh, he is the king for a reason. Um, so, no, I wasn't involved in that. But look, it is a concern. But I think on class, I think she's a, a logical selection, yes. isn't she? Um, I mean, I'm not trying to be harsh on Marine One, but what I'm saying is, if you're taking Put it this way, I'd find him hard to back right now, if you know what I mean. I think there's a lot of yep. there's a lot of water to get on the bridge to get to a quokka, etc. I know there's a flight and all that sort of stuff because Bella's going and there probably there might be one or two others, you never know. But um I think it's just yeah, it's a you know, we're still quite some time away from it. So I'd probably struggle to, to back a horse like okay. him. Um but you're right, it's it has to be some sort of reservation, doesn't it? The fact that you're gonna probably bump into a real rock hard dry track with with a horse like Bella Nipatina. So um, some concern, but I think class will certainly carry her a long way anyway. Let's have a look at some of the other feature races there 
in Melbourne today at Sandown for the prelude for the two-year-old Colts and Geldings. Which way are you going here, Quinny? Um, I don't mind Cornish at a price. Your thoughts? Uh, which one? Sorry, you don't mind? This uh, The pre-league Corniche, Inside Gate, Blake Shin, James Cummings. $17 and for the place. Okay, well, at those sort of odds, I would never talk anyone out of anything. So it should be an absolute cracker. We've got Barber down from Sydney, two from two, and heads the way at $3. On the second line of betting, Little Bros, oh, sorry, Brave Halo at $3.30. They've been the two that punters are working around. It's an interesting race because you've got a lot of different form guys coming together. The runner I quite liked on the back of a recent jump out is Gangitano. Had the one run last time out before being tipped out. Was dominant under a controlled speed in the recent jump outs. And I think this horse has got a lot of upside. Has been 950 into 650. Craig Williams set the steer. So I think there might be a little bit of each way value there with Gangitano. And without sounding like a broken record, this is one race that is going to really shape the Blue Diamond market. I think we'll probably know who the genuine contenders are. Barber was a big firmer after you broke the news the horse would be coming down to Melbourne. So good luck to those on at the $26. I thought you were going to say if you find the winner here, you'll be finding some value here, Dan Cobby. Your thoughts in the <laughs> prelude for the Colts and Goings because Dermier finished third last year in this race. Lofty Strike won this race and then Dermier went on to win a Blue Diamond. Yeah, exactly right, and um, yeah, and then obviously went up to the, the slipper off the back of that. So, look, they know what it takes to get open, and obviously James has got a terrific team, and I guess it's been a target for this preparation to, to bring him down here and, and set him for a blue diamond. So, he's a handy horse, Barber. Um, would I be stepping into the $3? The answer is no, um, but all the same, looking forward to seeing him return. Gangitano is the horse that I'm very interested in here. I think he's going to love Sandown as opposed to that one run that we saw him at, um, yeah, I think he's going to be better suited here by the bigger track, and I think he'll furnish him to a really nice cult this preparation. I'm just, I'm reserved to some degree from the from the gate, but I yep. think with the experience of Williams on board, I think if he has any luck, um, he'll be charging late. And I think uh, I think we'll see a pretty serious cult in Gangitano today. Amy and Achiago, I think they do a very good job with their team. Um, they don't necessarily get the you know, the flashy yearlings from you know, from the sales that have you know, purchased for millions of dollars and whatnot. So they do a great job with the limited stock that they've got. And um, it's great to see people like them have a, a handy cold on their hands. So, Dan, in the Phillies prelude, everybody's tipping Charm Stone. She's been heavily supported, 220 now with Ladbrokes. You've got a horse mm. like Sakar Flick that you know really well from the Waller camp. Um, she's at $7. Is there too much between those two Phillies in your eyes with the Ladbrokes market? Look, I think I think it's probably fair the market to be honest, Gareth. In my opinion, she's pretty smart, Charles. And I think no one's denying that. Um, all I can say though is Cigar Flick's very smart as well. Um, the way that she's done since she's been down in Melbourne, she's been fantastic. She was bright and well this morning when I saw her. Um, not an ideal gate, but I think it's stand down. It probably, yeah. I think it, basically when discussing it yesterday morning with Chris is that backing up, if she was to race in the Talender next week, you know, and scrap today from that wide gate, is that they just don't have a terrific record to then back up in the diamond. Um, yep. So I guess your, your hand's sort of forced to run today from that gate. So look, it's not ideal, but as I said, I, I think you'd rather draw 15 or, you know, she comes in a couple. Uh, I think you'd rather you draw a gate like that at Sandown rather than Caulfield for mine. So um, smart filly, and I expect her to run very well. Whether that's going to be good enough to beat Charm Stone, I think that's obviously the big question mark, but She's pretty handy, Charm Stone, and uh, Mick Price and Moffat Jr. obviously very good conditioners, and 
Seamus Mills can uh, can certainly buy a handy filly, and he's, he's got one on his hands here again. All right, drum roll now. Let's get the tips and the best bets from the team. Um, thanks to Ladbrokes today on the race card for this meeting on the Sandown Hillside um, program. So we'll start off with you, Quinny. What are we doing? Race three, number seven, Gangitano each way. Race four, number one, Charmstone, best bet, win. Then yes. we go to race six, number five, Uncommon James, win. Race seven, number 10, Jacano win. And race eight, number five, quarter pocket, win. Geez, you're confident, Quinny. I can just hear it in your voice. Yes, and I did something that I haven't done before. I wrote them all down before we did the show to avoid me then having to flick through the app and try and find them on the go. So maybe I that appreciate that. that. Well. Maybe you can have your speed maps close to you as well. Ladbrokes <laughs> um, is making every race even more exciting. Make sure you gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. I'm excited now to get your best bets here, Dan Cobby. I'm pretty quiet today, G. I'm not going to lie. I was very keen on last week's programs across the two states, but I sort of I found it quite tough today. I'm not going to lie, and I'm probably not as enthused as what I was last week. Um, I'm keen to play Uncommon James, um, despite being first up. I think he'll parade forward enough today, and I expect him to win over the 1,100 metres. Uh, he's in the Rubidon Stakes in race number six. And then in the CF4, um, on with Gentleman Roy. I think he's a great each-way bet at that $7 quote. And just turning our attention to Sydney. Um, oh, we're going to talk about Sydney straight after the break. All right. Well, let's wait for the best bets of Sydney then after we go. Yep. You just hold your horses there, Dan. What about oh. you, Mickey Gaddon? Gee, I'm very, very keen on the value play of the day, Corniche. Uh, it's up $17 here. And, yeah. you know, with even like it beats the instructor, which is the Blue Diamond favourite. So Corniche race three, number four, the value play of the day. And then we're going to head down to race eight, number six, Sunshine Rising, first up 1,600 metres. This was a very, very talented horse for the Mark Newnham stable. Blake Shin wouldn't be jumping on board unless it was ready to go. If you like a, if you like a roughie, um, Quinny, you love this. We're having a chat to Kira Ma yesterday on Giddy Up, and I was just about to wrap it up, and Will Bourne was with us, and he said, hang on, hang on. What about subconscious in race, that race you're tipping in, which is, of course, the Carline Cup. What price with Ladbrokes that we're getting for around $67? We might have to have something each way there, Quinny. I know you love you're a roughie. not to. Yes. Well, I suppose I'd, you're obliged to have a 5 yes. by 10 aren't you? <laughs> yeah, and what's the conditions looking like there at Sandown today? It's stunning. There's not a cloud in the sky, yep. nice breeze coming through. It's just something for everyone. Lots of shade as well, both inside and outside. They've done a great job setting it up. So, as I said, I can't recommend getting here highly enough. Love your work, mate. And the, I tell you what, they've done a wonderful job upgrading the facility since they've left Caulfield for the track upgrade there. So um, it is a great place to go and watch the races at Sandown because you can see the back parade. You've got the, the mounting yard out the front. You've got plenty of grass area for the kids to play around. Um, it's a great viewing area to go and see the horses in the, in, the, in the barn area as well. So it's a terrific race course to go and watch racing, especially Group 1. Um, racing there this afternoon. We'll take a break. This is, of course, race card thanks to Ladbrokes. It's making every race even more exciting. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We'll come back and have a look at this Apollo Stakes meeting at um, Rural Randwick on this Saturday afternoon. Live on SEN Track, this is Race Card with Gareth Hall. 
text in anytime on 0499 736 736. And for all today's tips, head to the Track Hub on the SEN app. Yeah, this is winners on this... It should say, it's the race car, I should say, on this Saturday morning, thanks to Ladbrokes. Ladbrokes is making every race even more exciting. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. such a busy man, he's got to depart here. Um, so, Quinny, I might get your best at Royal Roundwick today. Certainly, and we need to uh, back a winner to help pay for some glass repairs for Dan Cobby. You just don't play golf in your backyard, and he showed us some photos of the dangers when you do exactly that. So he's got a couple of broken windows, so best of luck for Dan. Oh, but I'm going to have a bit. <laughs> Race seven, number one in secrets, my play up there today. I think at around the even money mark, can hopefully be a nice little double up and an anchor for the quaddy. Love it. That's. That's the bet for our ten dollar ten k challenge today in secret at a dollar ninety. So if it loses, we'll blame you, Quiddy. Um, anything else, mate? Or are you just backing in secret? Does Animo win? Well, Animo, yeah, I think I think Animo will win if you want to take the short odds as well. But I think the fact that I've given you five bets at Sandown today, I'm trying to stick to just keeping it relatively disciplined, Gareth. So just the one for me today at Royal hey, Randwick. I, yeah, go on. I've got one for you, Quinny. Something oh, to go wide. Right. So when you're sitting there and Dana, my beautiful fiance, she'll be at the MRC working there today and just ask her if she's got a tip for you because um, her old man's got this horse in WA as a flying machine called Auspicious in the first race. So um, make sure you put her into your multis at Ascot to kick Auspicious. off proceedings. Yes. There we go. Race one, number eight, Auspicious on debut from the Miller Stable. That sounds like we'll be having a bet in the first there. Good on you, mate. Love your work, Quinny. Enjoy your day on the hillside track. Um, See you, guys. Thank you. See you, mate. We've got Mickey Gaddon here with us, who was a former pro golfer that does golf lessons, Dan. It sounds like that you might have to, um, when Mickey Gaddon heads to Melbourne, might need to uh, make sure that he gives you a few lessons. No, well, I'm glad Quinny actually said that it was from golf. I wish it was from golf. um, What was it from, then? Yeah. We've had uh, we've had all sorts of dramas overnight here. Um, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, this 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 could be a conversation for another time. Hey, um, yeah, you I, think, know, I think it's one to take offline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Working beautifully here. You know, um, Mickey Gaddon, um, our man Dan Cobber used to um, caddy for Cameron Smith. Did he really? Yeah. No, I didn't. Oh, I travelled. Oh, yeah. You travelled with I him, I apologise. When I was caddying, but I didn't yep. ever caddy for Cam. Who were you caddying for, Dan? Um, when I was travelling with Cam, I would have been caddying for Jake Higginbottom at the time yeah, in nice. Asia and Europe. Okay. Um, so you boys would have spent plenty of time at the local bars. Um, yeah, probably yeah. too much. <laughs> That's why he's, he's the, the bloke he was... I've had a few of the boys in town lately because uh, the Australian tours sort of been doing the tour of Victoria at the moment. Um, there's a tournament down at Rosebud and up at the, the Murray last week and now Victorian Open. So on the Sunday nights of the last three weeks, I've had uh, had a few lunatics in town. So it's, uh, it's been fun to have a bit of company. All right, stay with us, Dan. I've got to get to the news. We'll take the news and then on the other side of it, we'll go through some of the feature races in Sydney today, including the Group 1, the Apollo Stakes.
This is Race Car thanks to Lab Race. Lab Race is making every race even more exciting. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. It is an exciting meeting at Royal Randwick today, highlighted by the Apollo Stakes. Dan Cobby's on the line, along with Mickey Gannon, who's live with me in Sydney today. So Animo into $1.65, Dan. With Ladbroke. So it's been some go on the superstar weight for age gallop. But Mwanga, $12. And then we go down to our Bodagon at $9. And Fangirl at $7. Um, would I be on the money? You know the wallet camp better than most. Fangirl each way today to take on Adamo. Your thoughts there? Is that, we'll put it this way. Is Fangirl at $1.90 a better bet at the $1.90 the place than what Adamo is at $1.65 the win? Jeez, it's a great question. You probably don't make a bad case, Gareth. Um, would I be backing her each way though? No, like I, yeah, I think I think you make a good point in the sense that she's probably a better, better dollar ninety. Or if you've got even money, you're probably around the mark. But um, I couldn't be backing her against him. He's a star cult. He's the best horse in Australia for mine. Um, expecting to have another big preparation, and of course onwards and upwards to what we think is going to be a, a preparation campaign towards Royal Ascot by the sounds of it. Mm. So. Um, obviously, we know he's going to be better over further, but um, I think judging off what we've seen so far, I think he's going to be forward enough here first up, and I think he'll justify the short quote. I think he'll win and win well. What do you make of Al Bodegon? He was mighty in a Cox plate. He's had a break, and now he's back. Um, what, do you, what's, what would be the expectations with him today? Well, he's, a, he's an intriguing runner because... He's a go-forward horse, and to be honest, it's the only way you can ride him. You have to go forward on him, but just first up 1,400 metres, is he going to have the speed to be there? I'm not so sure that he will. So um, he doesn't have the change-up speed to to out-sprint these horses over 1,400 metres. Um, I know he's won over 1,400 metres previously, but for mine, he's a 2,000-metre horse through and through, and um, he's a bit different to our Australian horses that can sprint well fresh over 1,400 and, and 1,600. I think he's He's genuinely looking for 2,000 metres and we'll see the best of him on his grand final. Um, I think from what we saw last week from Solcom, Osipenko and from what we've seen for many, many, many years uh, from the Chris Wallace stablers that you know, they're not asked to do a great deal first up when they've got grand finals in mind. So he'll improve with the run and he's a nice horse, but um, I'd be certainly reserved about him today over 1,400 metres. Can he knock Animo off in the Queen Elizabeth, though, in April on a wet track? Uh, 100% he can. So, Dan, uh, off that comment, Queen Elizabeth is the target for El Bogodon? Yeah, 100%. Um, 2,000 metres, obviously, uh, right up his alley, and any rain around will will help his cause. So um, that's the target, and you'd expect him to, to go through that sort of typical path you'd expect for the, the weight for age path over over those distances is what we've seen for yeah for many horses so um, I wouldn't expect him to see in Melbourne for a, an all-star mile I think we'll expect him to see him campaign in Sydney and and have his target as the, the Queen Elizabeth and of course then on to the spring where his uh, his targets will be pretty obvious as a, a Cox Plate again. So in secrets at a dollar ninety, is she the best bet in your eyes as well today? Um I think she she sort of has to be. She picks herself, doesn't she, off off what she's done. She's pretty she's pretty serious. Um, geez, I was really looking forward to, to seeing the Battle of Zoo Gotcha and her, but um, it is what it is. She's obviously out of temperature. She spent a couple of days in the paddock, and um, hopefully all's well there, and she can return next week and, and not miss too much work to get her ready for the surround stakes. The question mark is, does in secret off the back of today 
Mm-hmm. Go to a surround stakes over the 1,400 metres against the fillies. She probably does before they look at, at other targets. Um, is, she as, you know, is she as brilliant over 1,400 metres? Probably not. But I think over over against their own age is that we probably will see her in the surround next. I don't know that James has really mapped out a plan publicly for her. Has, has he, Gary? No, not quite, no. No. So I think it's going to be intriguing. I mean, I think this is, you know, the light fingers here, 1,200 metres, I expected to win win well. But I'm, I'm intrigued to see where she ends up this preparation because she's obviously a very serious filly. Um, do they go to the 1,400 metres over the surround and then sort of reassess and, and tackle a, a few of the, the hotter races in runs to come? So can't wait to see her back. Um, just obviously a little bit of a shame that the first leg of this series is sort of somewhat depleted with, with Zoo Gotcha missing. But look, that's what it is. And she's $1.95, so clearly in command in terms of the market. Um, Sunshine in Paris is an interesting runner. She's um, she's done not much yeah. wrong, so it's nice horse, but um, she's a serious filly in secret, and I expect her to win. Surely sun, Sunrise in Paris can't defeat in secret. Not an not a absolute no. chance. No. Uh, Sunshine Paris, drawn barrier one, gets back. That's not the place to be, and in secret has a tactical speed to roll yep. forward. Nash on a very, very keen Nash. He will, he will want to keep his ride. If he produces a 10 out of 10, he may just do that. Who do you think starts favourite? We had our mate Jack Dickens on yesterday on Giddy Up, and we're having a chat to Kieran Maher, and he predicted that Kundalini will be favourite. And looking at the Ladbrokes market, uh, Kundalini's at 480, and you've got Learning to Fly at 360. Would you believe Dicko might be right for the first time here? Um, Dan, your thoughts on the English Millennium? What a race it is. Um, yeah. Very looking forward to it. Um, I, don't know if, I don't know if Kundalini will start favourite. I mean, there's already been that early support. I'd be shocked if it continued to come where, um, yeah, where she took over as favourite from Learning to Fly. Um, but look, stranger things have happened. Um, and we're still, you know, over three hours away from jump time, so who knows? But there's clearly been the market mover, opened up at $7. Punnets are keen to play early, and they've been keen to play on race day as well. So now $4.80 in second favourite. Um, I think this favourite, guys, is pretty serious. Um, I really do. Um, I know it's not an ideal draw, but I think Chad's got a bit of pressure on him today in the sense of trying yeah. to keep this ride. Does he keep the ride going forward? I mean, that's all up in the air, but there's a bit of pressure on him in the sense that if there's a half a spot to get in or you know to get into say three out and with cover he'll be finding it because he can't afford to you know to i guess not execute today so if there's a spot there or half a spot he'll be finding it and i think if he just gets it back to follow she can peel out and go bang um yeah she's pretty serious learning to fly from what we've seen so far so keen to see her again i think she's the best horse in the race i think at this stage a um, few others in there, keen to see return as well. Lazago was obviously very good on debut. I don't think there's a great deal of, I shouldn't say depth to the race, but mm-hmm. I think she needs to go to the next level to, to win a race of this nature. So intrigued to see this race pan out, but I think if Learning to Fly can get the cover and if Schofield can just get her back to follow into the straight, I think she'll let rip and I think she'll win. I'll tell you what, Jay, it is interesting. Kundalini... Uh... I think will determine whether or not it starts favourite will be how well Don Corleone goes in the first. Yeah. It comes out and absolutely True. brains them by four or five lengths. I think they'll come again for Kundalini. Um, on what Dan was saying, they're learning to fly. So you've got a wide barrier, but it, it's half a turn round week, 1,100 metres. And yeah. um, track walker inside information is that so, anything beyond lane four and wider is very, very good there. So being six wide into that turn yeah. is not horrible. So where was Chad no, Schofield? Not... He didn't ride last night at Canterbury. 
He, I think he came off one. Yeah. So you're saying that he's under pressure if he, he doesn't have any, have any luck that they'll make the switch with James McDonald? Oh, well, it's going to be an intriguing one, Gareth, because it, I caught up with James yesterday morning before the jump out, and I, I was chatting to him about the two-year-olds, and it's interesting because I guess he's coming down here next week, so he misses a, a few of the lead-ups, but I don't think it's going to play too much of a, a part. I think he's sort of at the point now where... I shouldn't say he's going to be able to ride whatever he wants, but it's you know he's got command realistically. So it's going to yeah. be interesting to see because if she comes down and brains him, you have to keep in mind that she's got obviously the Coolmore connection, and we know that yeah. in previous years that Jay's been so heavily associated with Tom and partners is that um, he probably would have the call on that. But well, we did just on that. We had a chat. We had a chat to Tommy Magnia um, when we caught up with him on Giddy Up at the Caracas sales, and he indicated that it's up to Annabelle regarding who rides that horse. So he won't interfere with it whatsoever. Because I did pose that question, is it J- mm. is, is she J-Max right if he wants it? Um, and he said, no, it's up to Annabelle. So that will be interesting because Chad needs yeah. a horse like this because it's been does, a slow start to his Sydney um, career since he's come back, of course, from Hong Kong. I mean, if, I think if he rides her well today, how, like, how do they take him off? No, they don't. And I think the other no. thing you've got to just, you'll find is that going towards the slipper, I think when Don Corleone wins mm. and wins well today, I, you know, barring nothing going wrong, I think he's probably going to be James's golden slipper ride. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know there's still a lot of water to go under the bridge, but I think he's probably going to side with the cold anyway. So therefore, being the filly learning to fly, is that Chad may keep the ride anyway. Uh, what about, yeah. naturally like. Yeah. What about your best bets today in Sydney, mate? Tough program. As I said, I found it tough in terms of Sydney and Melbourne today. I'm keen to have a bet in the Southern Cross, which may surprise some because the horse has been very, 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 very frustrating in ranch hand. Uh, but I think here's the chance to catch him with a lightweight first up. Um, track work was very, very good throughout the week from the reports that I've heard. And the money has come for him as early as $15 into 10 as I said, he's been frustrating, but he's now a gilding. Next preparation, this is your chance to get in. Um, Espiona's obviously favourite. For me, she's hard to, to entertain off the back of what we saw at the back end of last preparation. I know she's had a fresh start, um, but she's had too many chances for mine. So I'm going to play Ranch End in the Southern Crosses. I guess the, the best player of the day um, at that $15 quote, I think he's sort of getting in skinny enough now. Uh, and in secret and animo, realistically, if you're if you're looking sort of wider for a, a few to add into a multi, but um, look, I'm happy to watch them two go around, but I expect them to run well. Don Corleone as well is probably another one that, you know, for those punters that like to that, to have a multi, I think he, he's certainly an anchor in those. I expect him to win and win well. And for mine at this stage, I know we're still a little while away, but I think he's the, the slipper play at this point. And Mickey, still keen, your best bet today. What price lad breaks for Written Beauty? We can give you about five fifty. Geez, Dan, I'm very surprised you didn't tip up uh, Written Beauty. Well, the reason why is because Chris has a habit of when horses are flying in Melbourne, he finds out and he takes them back to Sydney. So <laughs> um, she was absolutely airborne down here, Mick, um, as of last week. So, look, I expect her to run very, very, very well. Um, it's more just me personally pulling on Chris's tail. <laughs> so, are you betting with her today? <laughs> yeah, she. Um, as I said, Gareth, she was. Um, yeah, she was absolutely flying down here. And um, look, I, 
I think realistically on her best form, she she wins this. Um, she's as I said, she's probably the best she's ever been in terms of temperament. She's been quite a hot mare. She's a big girl. She gets quite worked up in the parade and whatnot. But um, I've seen a massive change in her this preparation. I really have around home on the track and. She's pleased and done everything right. So I think you're on the right path there, Mickey. Love it. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back with plenty more. The Ladbrokes Hobart Cup tomorrow. So we'll have a chat to Bear Robertson to see if he can help us back a winner in that Hobart Cup. Live on SEN Track, this is Race Car with Gareth Hall. Text in anytime on 0499 736 736. And for all today's tips, head to the Track Hub on the SEN app. This is Race Card thanks to Ladbrokes. It's making every race even more exciting. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Looking forward to the Ladbrokes Hobart Cup there tomorrow afternoon. You've got Military Mission and Glass Warrior. The tips from our man Bear Robertson. His best race, five number 10. Um, Banker, what's the, I think it's uh, race five number 10, Banker Glee um, in that um, fifth race there at Hobart. So, I know that I know you'll be looking forward to the Ladbrokes Hobart Cup there on a Sunday afternoon, Dan. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing, however, the inevi- the inevitable go around once again because he's high in the voting um, for the All Star Mile. He's the proud and well, he's the pride and joy of Tassie Racing, and you can get two dollars for him tomorrow in the Lion Stakes, which I think is a terrific bet with um, Ladbrokes. He's only small, isn't he? But yeah. um, he's got a he's got a big heart, so no, it's, a, it's a good race tomorrow. Obviously, Mandela Effect as well. Blake Shin's down there, in fact. Um, he's yeah. down there to ride uh, that Galloper, um, but obviously others as well. So um, look, it's it's a good program, and of course, we're proud partners of of Hobart, and not just Hobart, but Tassie Racing in general. So I'm going to have to sneak down there and. Potentially grab Mickey Gannon as well for a trip and, and head on down to Barn Boogle whilst we're at it. Yeah. Well, Bear Robertson, I think he's hosting the Ladbrokes tent there tomorrow, so um, he's looking forward to that. I think it's a race in two for the Ladbrokes Launceston Cup military mission at 460 and Spirit Ridge at 330. I think one of those two horses will be winning. Annabelle Nish and Blake Shin, I think Mickey Gannon might be hard to beat. At Hobart tomorrow. Very good combination. Yep, very good. And Blake Shin, I think he's one of the most informed. I think he's definitely in the top top three, top four jockeys in the land at the moment, Mickey G. Without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. He, he came back and he hit the ground running. Yeah. And I would have him in the top three jockeys in the country. Hey, Dan Cobb, it's always a pleasure catching up with you, mate. Um, look after those windows. Enjoy your day and hopefully it's a fill-up. <laughs> Yeah, looking forward to it, boys. As I said, I think it's going to be a big pointer to the rest of the autumn and and hopefully uh, we can find a winner or two. Thank you, mate. There's Dan Cobby and um, joining us on Race Card as he does every Saturday. Labrox is making every race even more exciting. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Just marking our race card now for some of the the feature harness racing meetings um, this afternoon, I should say tonight, especially at Menangle, our man Mickey Harvey is back. He's got a $100 staking plan. I gave him a job, Mickey. So how are we making money from a punting perspective? Because you tell everybody in the media that they've got no idea. So this is your chance, Mickey. I'm not so sure about that, but it's a great night tonight. I'm just going to go an all-up. $100 you're giving me. I'm yep. going to go a bit of value against some favourites. Race two, number two. 
Sicario. Yes. 260, race six, number seven. Another one against the uh, favourites. I'm going to go Stolish Memphis to beat the stable mate. Yeah. 290. And race nine, number four, uh, number one, Peaceful at uh, $5. That's a hundred dollars could turn into four four thousand four k. Gee, <laughs> wow, Mickey, you'll be back every every week if this <laughs> if you can pull this off. So, just looking at Bet three six five then at Menangle. I know we haven't got too long. Um, so race two, Sicario, is that yep, right? Correct. So that's race two, number two. And then where do we go after race that? Six. Race six. The seven. The seven. Um, stylish Memphis. That's stylish Memphis. So 280, and then the last race. Race nine, number one, peaceful. peaceful. On the pegs, the filly against the boys. Okay, so if you boost that with lad brokes, you get forty dollars sixty-five, a hundred. There's your four thousand. You're a genius, Mickey Harvey. I think Sleepy will be tough to beat. Um, I think she'll be tough to beat in the Night Pistol, the feature trot race, and I think Amron Boy will be the star in the Temley tonight at the Meadows. Mickey Gannon, how do we get your full set of tips, stake, um, staking plan, and also your speed maps, etc. cetera, for, et cetera, for Randwick today? Here's the great tip off.com. Search Michael Gannon, and yeah. it'll all be there for you. And i tell you what, geez, something for the punters here. Two best bets out wide. Majorati at Doombin, race yep. four, number three. And we're going to go to Tumut for the Tumut Cup. Yes. One for the Patriot Bloodstock boys. Mitch Beer. I texted him. I think he's still asleep. He couldn't get home from the Aubrey uh, Bowling yes. Club. But uh, Buzz and Joe. We'll get the okay. job done. Roll forward. Down the $3 mark. Should be winning. That's Darren Flindell's horse, the race caller as well. So he uh, was tipping when I caught up are. with him on Thursday night. Thank you, Mickey. Thank you, Mickey Gaddon. Get on the great tip off and get your staking plan and speed mats for Sydney today. Thanks for your company on Race Card. Thanks to Labrokes. It's making every race even more exciting. Make sure you gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Enjoy today's racing across all three codes. It is a terrific day. Can't wait for it. The SEN trackside team ready to go straight after this.